0: So, over the past couple of days, I've been telling you about a relatively new website in Michigan. It's called Real News Michiana. And this is real news for a conservative audience. And if you go to the website right now, if you go to realnewsmichiana.com, you will see four to five stories right there in the, the lead block there that nobody else in town is covering. And they're major stories affecting our community. And just, they're nowhere. Okay. Nobody is covering for various reasons, but there is one person who is doing his due diligence, and that is investigative reporter Clifton French, who is joining us right now. Clifton, how you doing, man? Hello, Clifton. Yeah, Casey, I'm there, here. There you are. Okay. How you doing, dude? Hey, I'm doing really well, man. Thanks for having me on. Well, my pleasure. I'm glad you came on. Thank you for doing what you're doing. I said uh, you and I have talked before, but I mean, people are asking me, Casey, you need to start a news website. I'm like, I, I don't have time. I'm not, you know, I'm not an investigative reporter. I don't have time to do that. And you know, you burst on the scene a few years back, and and I sang your praises. You kind of disappeared a little bit on me, and I didn't know where you went. And then all of a sudden, somebody sends this website to me, and I'm looking on it. And I'm like, wow. We actually have a journalist in town, he's doing their job, and the stuff that you've been doing has been fantastic, which is why I've been telling people to go and subscribe to your website, realnewsmichiana.com, it's fantastic. But um, you've got this this story that just broke, this is today, correct? So this broke today, that a South Bend, Black Lives Matter leader has been arrested again. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah, so uh, honestly, I I just, you know, I keep an eye uh, that that's about, you know, owning your beat, right? That's what any good journalist does. And so I just keep an eye on stuff that's going on. I ran across this and couldn't believe that that none of the other stations had had, had gotten wind of it. Um, you know, and then that during my lunch break today, I wrote up a story, put it out there. Um, this this guy uh, continues to get arrested. This is this. I mean, he had a uh, an arrest earlier this year uh, in Floyd County for fighting police officer and trying to take away his taser. Um, you know, a drunken bar brawl that broke out in front of this bar in Floyd County. Um, so anyway, I I found this once again uh, resisting law enforcement. He was found by police officers, according to these court documents, slumped over in Goshen, uh, slumped over his steering wheel in a running car. Um, they said with a a uh, uh, open container of alcohol inside, and then when they tried to 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 get him to do field sobriety tests, all that he refused everything um so they they got a warrant and he fought with police the entire time Uh, once again according to these court documents um he fought with police the entire time while he was being um you know at
0: the hospital had to be strapped down in a bed um and and forcefully had his blood drawn for this for this uh you know toxicology report so this guy's got a history of violence against police and resisting arrest he's got a a history of doing things that will cause him to have contact with the police and get arrested himself um, and, of course, he's escalated those charges now just by doing the things that he's doing. Now, there might be some people in the audience, Clifton, are listening to this, and, and they're not all that surprised that you have somebody who is a Black Lives Matter activist who doesn't like the cops and gets in arguments and fights and, and resists arrest and that sort of thing. So what makes this story, you know, a little bit different than all of that, in your opinion?
1: Well, it's because this kind of stuff isn't covered. Um so there was just four days ago um, a story. Fawn- I mean, well, let me just go back a little bit further. Every single news outlet here has fawned over over this guy, right? Um, they do stories over and over and over using him uh, as as this source, right, to talk about to talk about police brutality mm-hmm. and all of these things. Um, well, even four days ago, ABC 57 did a story. Uh, Excuse me, ABC 57 to the story. And I'm just going to read you the first, the first paragraph. Okay. Um, this is Black Lives Matter said it was taking pandemic relief into its own hands uh, with what it called the quote survival fund, a fund that the national organization is going to give back to families uh, some fiscal relief from the pandemic. Black Lives Matter, Sal Ben, said it wanted to use that money uh, for other things, right? They wanted to use that money <laughs> for, uh, to fund those impacted by policing misconduct families who have loved the ones incarcerated or African-American trans women, because according to BLM South Bend, they not only have been adversely impacted by the pandemic, but also impacted by society as a whole. To me, this sounds like Jordan, who has lots of legal fees building up um, from his incident in October and from this last incident. And it sounds like he's just building a slush fund uh, for, his, for his legal fees so he doesn't have to pay for them. Now, um,
0: we, we've actually seen this... Who We've seen this happen before in yeah, other no. Black Lives Matter chapters where they've done this. They they go out there trying yeah. to instigate a police abuse story by intentionally arguing and fighting with cops and hoping that they can get some kind of a story out of it. And then they use their own network to fundraise as if it were for the organization, but it's really used to protect themselves with legal, with legal fees. Yeah, well, I
1: mean, it, it, you know... It, it, and I'm, I'm even—I'm I'm, going to get away from the from the BLM movement and just talk about, and just talk about this gentleman, right? Um, this guy and his organization here um, has been successfully, uh, you know, influencing policing within South Bend when they all have these criminal records, right? So you're, you're bringing these criminals in uh, to have a seat at the table to tell this community um, how, how how to how to police, right? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just don't think it's a good idea to bring criminals in. Uh, people who are continuing to commit crimes, um, bring them in and have them have a say about how policing is handled uh, within the community. And by
0: we're talking about with, with Jordan Geiger here and what, what you're referring to with having an impact on local policing. We've been covering the Citizens Review Board uh, with the South Bend Police Department. Yep. He's been an advocate for that, Correct.
1: Oh, he's been digging it. I mean, every, just just Google South Bend Citizen uh, Police Review Board, and he will pop up. He'll probably be one of the first people that pops up on every story across uh, across Michigan. And on top of that, they're using this. They're, all these TV stations um, and all the media heres they're all using him um, and, and quoting him. All they have to do is go to a social media page. I mean, I'll have, to, I'll have to, the picture that he had on his Facebook page that says, Latin Kings, Latin King Lives Matter. I mean, he's obviously supporting um, a well-known, violent criminal organization, street gang, um, and then going in and pushing for this citizen review board. Um, you know, the merits of that, you can you can argue the merits of that 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 police review board, but the the messenger of this um, is somebody who who is committing crimes um, and supporting local street gangs. Now,
0: I think. You might have some people out there who really don't pay very close attention to this, maybe like you and I do, and they're going to be like, this is yeah. one guy who supports Black Lives Matter. Yeah, okay, he's been on the news, like, but he's not the organization, he's not important, he's just one person, he's a lower-rung individual, That's it's not fair to lump him in with uh, the organization and that sort of thing. How's you, how do you respond would to that? Would you some, like me to name say two that?
1: more? What's that? <laughs> would you like would you like me to name two more of the organizers? of uh, the, By the own activist means. movement in South Bend? Sure. All right, so you have Eli Cantu. Eli Cantu, uh, go to his social media page, uh, and and i talked to him as well. He is uh, a proud member of the of the Latin King gang. Proud member of the Latin King gang. He told me himself that he is a nation man with the Latin Kings, right? Okay. Um, he's also been a part of this, this movement. Then you have Wayne Hubbard. Wayne Hubbard, another gentleman, uh who is and oh and by the way eli Cantu has been arrested for cocaine and battery recently uh then you have wayne hubbard another person who's who's a part of this this movement right wayne hubbard look him up on my case look him up look up his court records um is is facing uh domestic violence charges right now and and it seems to be a domestic violence seems to be a pattern with him right and these are the people who are trying to change the way policing is done. They're trying to influence policing, and all of them are consistently being arrested, um, and and in in many cases, convicted of of committing crimes, right? Mm -hmm. So we've
0: got, got leadership and very influential people in South Bend Black Lives Matter who have routine encounters with law enforcement, routine guilty pleas, felonious guilty pleas, pending felonious cases and, and rap sheets who are actively being promoted by local media as just concerned citizens in order to change the way the South Bend Police Department and other departments in Michigan do policing in our communities.
1: Yes, yeah, the narrative is what matters. And there, the to, the and there appears to be a tie to
0: and there appears to be a tie to to a gang, Latin Kings.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, uh, the, the, the media here just, you know, um, they, they, just, they just pull the wool over the eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't want, they, or they just don't know what's going on. I mean, here's my theory with the media here, right? You either have, they're, they're, the journalists here are one of three things. They're either children and just learning, right? They have no idea what they're doing. They're, they're learning the trade, and, uh, and so they can't really do the job, Right? They're either that, they're political hacks, or they're just pretty faces you want to be on TV. That's it. Those are three things. Wow. Well,
0: and a lot of those younger people, too, I mean, they can't ruffle any feathers, even if they wanted to.
1: No, I mean, and they don't know how, right? Uh, I mean, I, 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 I've worked in several places across the country. Um, you know, the, the investigative journalism has been my shtick for a very long time. And I, I moved back here specifically for family. That's, that's the reason I'm here. I was covering the FBI, ATF, Department of Homeland Security, SoCOM, CENTCOM, Tampa PD, and the in uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office before, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, you know, that's what I do. Is, is I'm I'm able to dig in and find information. And and honestly, I'm not I'm not scared to put the truth out there. Uh, a lot of people are scared um, to get to your point to 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 ruffle feathers and to uh, actually do their job. You know, instead, they're covering stories about, you know, a puppy or ducks being stuck in a drain or, or something, right? Um, stuff that doesn't matter to this community. Yeah.
0: Clifton, how can people support you and Real News Michiana and this this project that you've now launched that actually delivers real news to this community?
1: Yeah, so go to realnewsmichiana.com. Um, I need your support, right? I need everybody's support. Uh, go to com. go to subscribe, you know, for 30 cents a day um, for Becoming a, a member subscriber, uh, you can support conservative conservative journalism. You know, right here. There's nobody else who can do it. Um, the more I get, you know, the, the more support I get, the more that I can do. Um, you know, this is right now. It's it's a it's a labor of love, uh, and I'm hoping that that eventually it can turn into a you know a, a full time gig instead of just turning stuff um, you know once or twice a week. If I were doing this full-time, you would get five to ten stories like this every single day. So, real news, michigana.com. Go to subscribe, uh, you know, and, and any support I can get, uh, I'd I greatly appreciate it.
0: Clifton French, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the time. Hey, thanks, Casey. All right. And we're going to try and have Clifton French on on a regular basis, Uh You can hit the subscribe button. And like I said, when you go there, just look at the top stories that are on his, his page. The last four stories that he's published, one's an op-ed piece, but um, you look at you look at those stories. I mean, they're all major, major stories for our community that just get no airplay anywhere else. And if you are a, a news outfit out there, would like to increase your credibility, I don't know, maybe uh, go and contact Clifton and pay to syndicate his columns on your your news product. And, and build up some credibility with the community. I've told you for a long time on this show that we didn't have an investigative reporter or an investigative journalist in this community. We do now. And his name is Clifton French, and his website's realnewsmichiana.com. More coming up, NewsDoc 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Casey.